Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Not Without My Sister. It's me, Beatrice McCabe, not without Rosemary McCabe. Looking delighted and super proud. Absolutely delighted with life. Today's minisode, we will be responding to a, f- a fan question, a listener question. Thank Fine, you. listener question. Thank you. From at Fee Hodges AU. I think that means she's in Australia. Anyway, listen, the point is from Fiona Hodges. <laughs> and she wants to know about our thoughts or memories on the best regional nightclub in Ireland. Oh my God, what a question. There so is many only, answers in no, here. No, oh, so there many is answers, only Jasmine. one good regional no. nightclub in Ireland. It's the Soundhouse in Johnstown. What? The Soundhouse in Johnstown. I d- that's the one we already mentioned. This where you were using my you were you were I was masquerading using your entire as identity. me. Yes, you were using me. I was to, doing identity fraud before it was big. No, what about that one that opened in Nace that was a big deal? Time. Oh yeah, Rosemary. Beatrice, I only time, went once. Beatrice, time is not a regional nightclub. Time is a, an extravaganza. Oh, well, I only went once. There were people dancing on cylindrical poles. And let me tell sorry, you now. Sorry, What other kind of pole is there just out of interest? Rectangular poles. They're really hard <laughs> to run, jump up and down on. And let me tell you, the time was incredibly underwhelming. It was full of velour. It was full of corduroy, it felt like, and it was incredibly unclean, I thought. I did not get the impression. I did not feel while I was there that it was incredibly clean. My God, you sound like so much fun. Beatrice, Thank you. what do you look for in a nightclub? Well, cleanliness, no, but nice it fabrics. Rosemary, it had been opened about six months and it just felt really like Oh, it was so cigarette. grubby. Yeah, grubby. Yeah, it was That's really right grubby. Like, it felt really grubby and it smelt really badly of cigarettes. But, and I don't I, even, but like, I had heard that this was like the best, like, Finally, you know, Nate's had it a mega nightclub. It was the biggest thing to happen Kildare in years. I don't know. Literally, you're agreeing with me, but you're sounding argumentative. I'm agreeing with you, but I'm also like, you're being, I'm I'm being defensive. I'm I'm doing a mom on it where I'm like. No, I'm, mom would never be in this nightclub. Oh, mom would be, mom would be on the stripper pole. <laughs> we just got up and we left. Beatrice. <laughs> mom would be like, this rectangular pole was really hard on my hands. <laughs> Beatrice, it wouldn't be the hands you'd be worrying about, it'd be the inner thighs. If you were trying to strip a pole in a rectangular pole. Mother has extremely muscular legs. I'm not even joking. <laughs> she actually murder us both. She does. She has This is the same Stop mother. talking about mom. Excuse me. This is the same mother whose husband, my father, said to me, apropos of nothing. Just oh, looking not at about me. the ankles again. Oh. oh no. This was oh. one day just looking at me in the kitchen here in America. And I'd like to say, you know, I've gone up, I've gone down in weight, etc. But I've never gone up in my father's estimation. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, and he goes, oh, so unfortunate because you just, you just didn't get your mother's nice thin legs. Well, that's the story I was referring to. No, about the that ankles. was the, that was a separate one where he said you inherited my ankles. Oh, twice. He said, oh. These are there are multiple comments. I've got another one as well stored up. I've got a whole other one that like I'm, I'm keeping for when it's appropriate. So you just didn't get your mother's nice thin. Uh, she does legs have very nice thin hips. legs. You have the thin hips. I don't. Yeah. Back to the nightclubs. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a single nightclub 
like, I don't think there's a single regional nightclub in Ireland that you would like to see with the lights on. That's, like, that's not on the, the topic of. I didn't like to see this place with the lights lights off. Like with the listen, lights off, it was bad. Time was time was great for a time. Well, I was I in think, there one I think, time, I think and I think you were too old for it. No offense. Oh no, but I think like like when it opened, I was kind of sixteen or seventeen, and we were so excited. Whereas you were then twenty two or twenty three. So but like I mean, you, you would have been easily jaded. Impressed. You would have gone to nightclub no. after night. No, I am easily impressed. I am. I. You're I, easily impressed. A minute ago, you were given given out about the velour. I go play velour, Rosemary. That's I go. I go places and, and look to be impressed. And I'm just telling you, this was like I. W- I went there with a full open mind. I was like, this is going to be amazing, and it was not. It You've was never not gone anywhere with an open all. mind in your life. Don't you're being actually very nasty right now on this mini sode. It's like really hurtful. I'm a nasty woman. Anyway, so that was underwhelming, but I only went once and I don't really know the full story. Soundhouse, I went and you were trying to be me, so it was hard. I was a shadow of my former self. Hang on, you've been to the Soundhouse more than once? I don't think so, have I? Really? No, I really don't think so. I've been to the Soundhouse 10 million times. I've been to the Ambassador multiple times. I don't think I, I think I only went to the Ambassador once because it closed down then. generations, Mm -hmm. bitch, closed down. Yeah, well, well, it was past its day. It's seen its time. I went to the Ambassador one time. I went as a an invitee to a Debs and it was absolutely terrible. I went another time. Oh my God, our Debs was in the Red Cow Hotel. That was also terrible. <laughs> Although, you know, at our Debs now, and I just know this isn't really on the topic of regional nightclubs, so I digress slightly. At my Debs, I went, I had recently broken up with my boyfriend and I was going through a phase of really wanting to get back with him because he was fancying someone else and he was there with someone else. I went with my friend Emma and there was a big hullabaloo because they were like, you can't go with a girl. And so we had to really oh push it and be like, no, we're actually just going together. Anyway, so I ended up going... I remember that vaguely. There was a big deal, wasn't yeah. there? I was, I was dead jealous of your mom being there with someone else. So I decided the best thing to do would be to drink my way through it. Good, good plan. I drank 12 baby Guinness shots before dinner. Was 12? 12. Was horrendously ill. Threw I, up. I would like to say, I would, like, I, would, I would just like to put out there as like context and say like, I have the ability to drink significantly more than you do. So the fact that I'm shocked by you drinking like means that this must be severe. This was probably, I think this this may have been back in the like three month window of my life when I was no I genuinely think more. like right now you drinking three baby Guinnesses would tip oh my you God, over I, the edge I'd into like full on coma. I know. Listen, I could never drink a baby Guinness after that anyway. Baby Guinness. Do you know? I had a, I had a similar. I'm trying to think now. Where was it? Somewhere in town. I went to some and I had like a Perno. Isn't that what? Isn't that what it is? The Perno and What's the one that tastes like licorice? Oh, uh, Zamb- Zambuca? I don't know. And it was licorice tasting. I had a couple of them and I've never Vile. in my life been able to taste them again. I was so drunk. I remember asking a guy that I grew up with, I remember saying to him like, you know, why have we never gotten together? Like you and me. <laughs> and this is a guy that I still know. What did he say? I think he just like looked pitiful at me, pitifully at me and was more like, you're just very drunk. He was probably like, you smell like licorice all sorts. Very <laughs> I just dodgy. remember, like, I just remember, like, the earnestness of, like, why? There must be some reason why we've never gotten together. But, like, I also think until that night, it had never even occurred to me that we should be together. Do you know what I mean? Well, so you know what? So this, this night of the 12 baby Guinnesses, there was to be a karaoke after the dinner. And I love had, a good karaoke. I love a good karaoke, mm-hmm. except for that time that I sang. What was it, Britney Spears, that really bad, that really tuneless Britney Spears song that I love where she's wearing the incredibly low jeans. Oh my God, I can't remember. I just keep thinking of my problem. I mean, that, I'm, I'm like, does that narrow it down? Toxic? No, no, toxic. She's dressed up as an air host. You've literally chosen the only one where she's not wearing the incredibly low slung jeans. 
No. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. I literally think you have like a, a memory. You could go on to what's it called? University challenge. But Britney only visual. And Buffy. No, Britney oh, Britney and Buffy. Buffy. You would, well, you would win. Well, yeah, 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 but I can't remember this. The name of this Britney Spots. Oh, Britney Spots okay, song. You failed. You the failed. two of us sang it together with wigs on in New York. What? Yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, I there was to be. I, a, I don't think that's a true story. That is a true story. I know it is. Is that the time we went out with Julie? Yes. Again. Yes. <laughs> You're Julie. Anyway, there was to be a karaoke, and I had decided that I was going to sing a song. I can't remember. Thank God, what song I was going to sing, but this was going to be when I was going to win my boyfriend back. And we thank God I drank the 12 baby Guinnesses, puked my head off in the bathroom and then fell asleep until the breakfast. At which point I woke up, had a full Irish what and went breakfast? home. breakfast? There was a breakfast, breakfast at the breakfast at the Debs. Can't even get it. We're done all night. Like, what the hell? There was a breakfast that, well, I went to a Debs. No, not a Debs. I went to a nightclub. I'm trying to think. Of, oh, it was my junior cert. And after my junior cert, we all got, we all hired a bus like collectively hired a bus to go to the ambassador the self-same ambassador wasn't that in, in Kill? Nice? in Kill, right? Oh yeah 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 yeah. and on the bus on the way there there ensued oh I had excellent fake ID which I can share with you after this and with everybody after this I, I think I have excellent it excellent fake ID is this at the Rathmines tennis club yes one? thank you <laughs> I have it yeah <laughs> I we uh, mom and dad bought one of those like what what's it called a laminator yeah they bought a laminator and I was like saw my not for these purposes oh, no no <laughs> and I saw well I mean in fairness like I don't know why it didn't even occur to me to actually copy an existing like a real I know company yeah. or a real we college. were all idiots uh, absolute gobber I was like I'm gonna make up the Rathmines basketball club I mean the thing is like you'd like to think I was eleven no I was like nineteen no I wasn't I was <laughs> what age was I you were about uh, sixteen I think. sixteen yeah. So I was like the the Rathcoop, Rath no, the Rathmines basketball and there was some other like volleyball. But also, don't forget, like I did think I was a member of one of these clubs somewhere. So <laughs> it felt like a lie I could keep, right? Even though now we we know my entire past is just becoming this fuzzy sort of nonsense. It's a bit like that TV show Counterpart where he thinks he's living in this reality, but actually he's living in that. Oh, and I'd like to recommend Counterpart to anybody who hasn't watched it with your man, Russell K. Simmons. Is that his name? No, I think actually that's the sexual abuser, alleged <coughs> sexual. No. Abuser. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry, shouldn't no. laugh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> redo, Jesus redo. Christ. No, redo with the actor from Whiplash, right? From the from the Oscar winning movie Whiplash, but whose name I can never remember. <laughs> Amazing actor. You're looking it up there. I'm looking up counterpart anyway. Amazing two seasons unbelievable like the kind of TV show that I was like how has this never really gotten written up or gotten amazing anything it is phenomenal anyway in that he's like living his life J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons thank you Rosemary he is living his life and then he discovers that there's an entire parallel universe in which the other him is also living his life and it becomes it's very complex it's very like cerebral and probably not but on, on occasion I was extremely confused you know I, I needed like Rosemary sitting beside me I needed you sitting beside me to actually explain it to me because you know I get confused you're giving it. me too much credit I think no no I'm not I'm giving myself like the reality you should have credit. seen me watching Westworld I was like a fish my mouth opened the whole time no, Rosemary you saw me watching what was that movie what was that TV show we watched together Emily in Paris no no the other one um, Smothered no uh, Heather Hay Hawkins Oh, Sweet Magnolias. Yeah, I'm like, who's she? Who's that? Who's that guy? Anyway, that's me. Anyway, what was the point of all of this to say what? Oh, yeah. So I was going to the ambassador 
killed. Oh yeah. And on the bus on the way there anyway, everybody started going like, you know, do you have the do you have the right ID? Like show us your ID. They started passing their fake IDs around because obviously we were all like fifteen or sixteen, right? And I was passing my tennis club badminton idea I'm very proud of it like with my laminating machine etc and everyone's like oh no this isn't going to get you in so it was decided by the group that like this girl who was extremely exotic looking and very you know stunning and blah 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 that she her older sister looked more like me allegedly than so my, you got given her ID so so they were like you need to take her her ID she had two IDs and they were like you need to take her ID and you take her sister's ID she's fine with the ID she has she had a couple of IDs you need to take this one so literally it was like, it was a bit like Beatrice does Amal Clooney for the ambassador. Yeah, Rosemary, <laughs> thank you. Yes, that the closed face, that closed, those closed eyes say everything. So we get up anyway, we start handing out our IDs. And I honestly think like in hindsight, I honestly think now with all the knowledge, the wisdom of these intervening years that had I just handed over the basketball thing, they wouldn't have blinked an eye. They would have just gone grand. It's like at the end of the day, they just want to be like fine, yeah, protected, yeah. right? Oh, sorry, Garda, we, we did see that, you know, we did... Sorry, guard. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they then saw like Amal Clooney and then, you know, blubber-faced Beatrice, right? And one of them goes, is this you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, this is you. And I go, yeah. And he passes it over to the mate. (laughs) And the mate goes, who's this supposed to be? (laughs) At which point, like, I started to feel like utter shame, just like, you know, building in my stomach. And he passes could we have, could Jono come out here, right? So Jono comes out and they're like, whatever oh, his name Jesus. was, Sean or Jono. And they passed it to Jono, do you think this is your woman here? And Jono goes, not a hope in hell. And then they all roll around laughing, right? And then they say, they're like, get out, see you later, right? Like, that's not your ID. So I feck off. So I, so I like, I whip them like, well, I still have this basketball ID in the back of my pocket, right? So I get to the back of the line. And I'm like, they'll have forgotten about me by the time I get to the top of the line. Again. Have so they? Go, well, Rosemary, it was at least a 45 minute wait. It was a long wait because it, yeah, it, yeah. was, it was junior cert night, right? Yeah, so yeah. like a lot so of like, excitement. Had they forgotten? Well, Rosemary, we'll get to that. Oh, did so, you at least change your coat? That was always the trick. Put on someone else's coat. Well, thanks, Rosemary. <laughs> Unfortunately, you weren't there. You were at home. You were nine. You weren't there to help me. So... I keep my coat on. I do nothing different and I no, get to the top idiot. of the line. I Did hand you even over. change your hair? No, I hand over my basketball card and they go, wasn't this the one who was a Clooney 10 minutes ago? <laughs> and I have to slink back to the bus. Oh no, I had to go like, I'm sorry, I need to tell my friend who's inside. I'm staying in her house. I need to tell her that I can't get in. They're like, Oh, they're like, in you go then, but you need to be back out in a second. So I go in and I'm like, oh, maybe I can stay. And then they come looking for me. They kick me back out, right? I have to get, I thank you. Your face is looking really both I just can't believe how rebellious you were that you were thinking you were going to get away with staying in. I thought they'd forget. Like, I mean, honestly, (laughs) do you know what I mean? How many people do they have to worry about? Anyway, so I get back out. I have to get back on the bus and I have to go home to my friend's house. (gasps) I have to get off the bus in the middle of Rathcool, walk up to her, her house, knock on the door and go, Mrs. Robinson, I, I, I sorry. Why didn't you just go home to our house? Because nobody was there to pick me up. I didn't have a, se- I didn't have a mobile phone. Yeah, but like, if the bus driver was bringing you back to Rathcoe, why couldn't no, no. you just get the him to bus drop- driver was like a shuttle bus. He wasn't like doing, a, you know, stops. Oh, on so request. he was going, oh, there and back and there yes, and back, there and back oh. and there and back. So he brings me back. So I go back to her house. I lie down in the sleeping bag that had been set up for me in her room, and I cry myself to sleep. And in hindsight, I do wonder why I didn't call mom and dad to come again. Yeah, at but I that think I was point. just so humiliated by the whole thing. Pathetic. Anyway. Thanks. Anyway, so 
less about the nightclub, more about my own personal humiliation. Listen, I'd like to tell you that's what people want. I'd like to tell you that you know what I think about the ambassador, but as you can tell, I I didn't get in. Yeah, but you you went other times. You just can't. I went can't remember one so other time. Oh, really? Where I was the de- where I was the the, oh, the girlfriend yeah, of yeah, this yeah. debutante person, and I think it was more like. You know, I feel like is there is there an onus on you when you go as the partner of somebody? If you're invited to somebody's debs, do you need to be willing to snog them? That's the question. Please get in touch with us on Instagram at not without my sister. You can email not without my sis at gmail.com or leave a comment on our website not without my Let Beatrice know if you are invited to someone's debs or I would presume any other black tie function. Are you obliged to snog them? Did you snog him? No. Did he try? Yes. You don't seem sure. No, no. Yes, I'm thinking. I'm and think- did he seem annoyed that then you wouldn't? No, I mean, I think more disappointed than anything. But I'm th- more thinking if I invited somebody to my debs, if and when I invited somebody to my debs, I obviously was severely hoping that they would be willing to kiss me. So when you invited someone to your debs... Oh, now you're looking delighted and I'm not happy with this. What is this question? When you invited someone to your debs who shall remain unnamed, mm-hmm. were you hoping that you two would snog? Yeah, of course. And did you? Rosemary. Yes. But like, I really feel like it was more of a pity snog on his part than anything else. I mean, quite genuinely. I, do, I, I Even at the time, I was like, this is... The one and only time this is going to happen. This is amazing. <laughs> I thought right? you were going to say this is the one and only time this is going to happen. Like, this shouldn't be happening. No, this is amazing. No, this is amazing. I was more like, but afterwards, I was like, afterwards, the cruel, cold, you know, harsh light of dawn. I was like, was it amazing or was it more like just really, he felt sorry for me. I mean, yes, he definitely felt sorry for me. Well, let me tell you, my friend Emma and I did not snog. Each probably, other. yeah, probably for I don't many know reasons. That, that was the same thing. Like, I, know, I don't think you invited each other hoping to snog you each just, other. I was just going to make a joke about the 12 oh. baby Guinnesses. Oh, sorry. So that was possibly why. But I mean, do you not think? No, it wasn't. I but know. Do you, not, it wasn't. No, you don't find Emma attractive. <laughs> it's not even the same Emma you're thinking of, you absolute head wrecker. <laughs> sorry, I should say Disclaimer, Emma. This was find, not Emma Reynolds. Emma doesn't find you attractive. Anyway, that was not the point. But like, do you not think that there's a certain aspect of like, if you go to a Debs, not that there's an expectation. Oh, Rosemary, stop pouring the wine. Not that there's an expectation, but like, there is an expectation of like, at least you find this person remotely attractive enough to want to go to their Debs. Otherwise, do you, are, are you obliged to like, not obliged, but like, should you actually be like, I don't really want to go to this Debs with you. Thanks. Yeah. Like, does going to someone's Debs mean, yes, I fancy you too. But also like, are you, you know, is it Debs? Like De- Debs is such a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's such a teenage. Seminal moment. Yes, thank Beatrice, you. you're wasting an entire episode. We could be talking oh. about our Debs. Oh God. But that sorry. was it. I've just literally given away all of my Debs. <laughs> and you posted the photo already where oh I wore God, the amazing. orange dress. So we're done. Uh, but I haven't posted my photos oh. yet. On the topic of Debs though, you know what I used to love? Image Magazine used to do a Debs special and it was literally only private schools in SoCo do. South County Dublin. SoCo It was. Do. I can't even. Uh, and it used to be I should these be like, beautiful. Is that, not, is that not a maths game? <sighs> it would be these. Be- <laughs> the, now you're showing your age. It would be these beautiful girls with like their hair done in like Tony and Guy wearing Dolce and Gabbana. Tony dresses. and Guy. I'm showing my. Oh my age. god. Beatrice, <laughs> shut up for two seconds. It would be these stunning girls with their hair and makeup done next to these like pimply faced little boys. Rosemary, that's very mean. Rosemary, you should tell the story now about mom and the so do go. 
No, I'd be just, we have to wrap, we have to wrap up because we've gone on the, for way okay, too long. Do it really research. quickly. The text that she sent, the text that she sent us about dad and the so do go. Mom and dad, mom and dad do the Sudoku. Yeah, she was yes, delighted. I'm, oh with my herself. god, do you want me to tell the story or not? <laughs> Hurry up! Now I know where Chance gets his wide open, like laughing mouth. So mom and dad like to do the Sudoku together because they're in their seventies. <laughs> so they live in the country. They're and on lockdown, in fairness. Listen, this has gone on well before oh, you're lockdown. Right, you're right, you're right. And they find, like, every time you talk to them, basically, since the year 2000, oh, the difficult Sudoku is getting very challenging. It's getting, it's really a challenge. We couldn't get it out yesterday, right? Like, honestly, <laughs> nonstop worrying about the difficulty of the hard Sudoku. So anyway, one day, oh yeah, and then sometimes, sometimes they like to cut it out, a neat little square, so that mom can read the paper while dad's doing, doing the Sudoku, basically. So, so she'll cut it out for him. So cute. So one day she cuts out the hard Sudoku for him. She goes, she goes here you go, Philip. I, it's, it's been very challenging lately, hasn't it? I'm not sure if you're going to get this out. So dad, anyway, s- sits in his chair, glasses down the end of his nose, Starts doing the Sudoku and can imagine the smug face in him as well. Like, oh, look and look, and this is a form. And, he, and he, he does it very methodically. Like, whenever I couldn't get one, I'd be like, well, you have to go three, you have to go, is it a one, is it a two, is it a, is it a three, is it a four? It's like, shut up, Dad. Anyway, so Dad gets it out, brings it over to Mum triumphantly. Here you go, that wasn't even that difficult. And then Mom reveals with a cackle that she'd actually cut out the easy Sudoku <laughs> and given it to him as a trick. <laughs> She was delighted. I know with she was herself. absolutely delighted. They find excellent ways to entertain themselves. <laughs> they do. They laugh a lot. They I mean, laugh seriously. a lot. Now, if ever an episode had been more on topic than that, I don't know what it was. Answers on a postcard. Thank you so much for listening to our mini sode. This has been Not Without My Sister. I'm Rosemary McCabe. I'm Beatrice McCabe. You can find us on Instagram with our full names with an A and R Mac, Rosemary McCabe, Beatrice McCabe. Our website's notwithoutmysister.com. Email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com and check us out on Instagram at notwithoutmysister and you'll get a full episode every Tuesday. Did mom and dad go to their deb together? No, they, mom went with Cahill. They made their communion together. Yeah, but like not in a date way. You're making that sound weird. <laughs> Claire, will you come and make your only communion with me? <laughs> Catch you next time. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.